Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Boston with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 85. Actually nicer than yesterday. And yesterday was pretty doggone nice. Also tonight, partly cloudy, low of 59. Tomorrow, cloudy but clearing, a high of 81. And Sunday, I don't know where the hell this came from. Parley cloudy and a high of 69. 46 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Man, what a show today. Gene Cassidy from the uh, Big E will be joining us this morning. Big events coming up at the Big E. We'll be talking to him about that. Also, a very good possibility of an open line Friday. And the keyword to cash after 8 o'clock. Yeah, if you're looking to find out uh, how you can get a 1000 bucks in your pocket... Make sure you're listening then for the keyword to cash. Maybe that money is going to be yours. A lot of other stuff coming up this morning, too. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Foreigner with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a very nice day today uh, and actually uh, pretty warm with a high of 88. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 78. It is 64 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, the uh, expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, just like the last time they tried to make their relationship work, the media seems really invested in seeing Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez fight. Here's the latest. You ready? I'm ready. Ben and Jayla went on a coffee run in L.A. on Tuesday, and Ben didn't seem very happy when they got into their car. Ben opened the door for Jennifer, and when she got in, he kind of slammed it. That could just be one of those, uh, well, I, why are you slamming the door? I didn't mean to. I just pulled it too hard. He's Ben Affleck. Yeah. Guy's got a, uh, the power of a thousand men. Anytime he closes the door, it looks like he's slamming it. Then he had a tense interaction with the guy filming them before he got into the driver's seat and pulled out. It's not clear what the issue was, but from the video, it's entirely possible that Ben and J-Lo were not fighting, and he just got annoyed when he saw that they were being recorded. You know, there's always there's always the possibility that they just want to be left alone. Well, that's uh, that's what they're getting at. I mean, think of think about like what a big time celebrity you are here in Springfield. Yeah. You know, there are times when you don't want the paparazzo popping out of every all the bushes and taking you know shots of you all over town. Yeah, there's none of that. Remember that none one. Of that. Remember that one time you were at the uh, the Bright Nights Ball and some guy tried taking your picture, claiming he was from Mass Live, and you. You yeah. dry, you, you 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 smashed your bottle and stuck him with a with a with a cut glass. Actually, it turned out to be just a bald guy who quote wanted to take some pictures of me behind a van. Behind a van, yeah, yeah, I know that yeah. guy too. Uh, let's see. Uh, L L Fanning said she didn't get a role for something because she didn't have uh, enough Instagram followers. She said that may not have been the only reason, but it was the only feedback she heard. Oh, she's like the Vito Perone of Hollywood. She only heard one excuse. I don't think Vito Perone didn't get the job right. because he wasn't doing enough on Instagram. No, I'm just saying she's only getting the one excuse. Well, you know, the real reason is you don't have any followers. But in their closed session meeting, they all said that uh, she was being a little aggressive. Well, you know, I guess. Uh, it just means you got to be a little more diligent on the socials. 
Paul Walker's 24-year-old daughter, Meadow, has a cameo in Fast 10. She said, quote, I'm so blessed to be able to honor my father's leg- legacy and share this with him forever. All right. All right. Well, good luck with that. Uh, Adidas is going to sell off the millions of pairs of Yeezys it still has and donate some of that money to charity. Kanye also gets 15%. How, you gonna, how is he going to cover the legal fees? I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I can't imagine anybody would want a pair of Yeezys, even if they were for free. They also made the wise decision not to just destroy them. Are they recyclable in any, any That's what way? I mean. I mean, at least, uh, at least you know, somebody can get them. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna go to use. It's a I waste mean, of a shoe. I know, but like, uh, couldn't you have like a, I don't know, like a travel mug made out of uh, repurposed Yeezys? I guess you could. I've seen them made out of uh, old flip flops. Did you ever see those? I have seen those. That that's kind of freaky. It is. To, these were on somebody's feet, and now we're using it as a shirt. Now you're drinking coffee out of it. Yeah. They are pretty cool looking though. Do you ever see those things? They're like they're they make yeah, good. not enough for me to buy one, but yeah. Or oh, you wouldn't wear one of those? No, I could see you wearing one of those. Well, keep keep fantasizing. This is either the greatest piece of Taylor Swift memorabilia that ever hit the market, or the uh, biggest scam of all time. Someone saw one of Taylor's recent era to- eras tour rings, and then tried to sell the contact lenses they wore to the show for ten thousand dollars. The lenses were billed as, quote, contacts that have seen Taylor Swift era's tour. They had them up on uh, Depop.com, a site where people buy and sell clothing, but for some reason they were taken down. Before that happened, the listing went viral. And yes, it got a lot of hate, but it got more love than you would uh, would expect. One user said, quote, Swifties are so unhinged. I love us so much. <laughs> Another said, quote, I'd, ha- I'd buy. I-, I have no personality outside of being a Taylor Swift fan. You got to really save up to be a fan. You can't yeah. just be a casual, cheap fan. You got to go full, full bore into that one. You know, uh, everybody says it's a stupid idea, but somebody would probably pay the ten thousand dollars for those contact lenses. <laughs> I, yeah, sure. If you're gonna want to spend twenty thousand dollars on tickets, you want right. to be able to see it through ten thousand dollar lenses. That's right. Jeopardy is still going strong despite the Writers Guild strike because Ken Jennings crossed the picket line. Mayim Bialik declined to do the same uh, to show her support for the writers, but Ken will film the final episodes of the season next week. They all have material they need because the questions and answers were written before the strike. Oh, he's a, he's a scab. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. <coughs> Talk about not being supportive. He probably just wants to get it over with. All right, let me let's just record these episodes and let's get it over with. Because then I don't, you know, I'm going to be in the middle of summer vacation when the strike is over. I don't want to have to come back and finish these episodes. Well, dude, let's I'm sure, them I'm sure my Bialik would be happy to fill in while you're gallivanting around town, you know, busting up other uh, other strikes with organized unions. That's the the way uh, it should be, you know. Everybody's sticking together. All those unions out there. Some of a scab. Uh, let's see. Uh, Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Mary Steerburgen, and Candace Bergen are all back uh, in a sequel called Book Club The Next Chapter Ooh. out this weekend. I cannot wait to see that. What's with these old biddies doing movies now? Didn't they just do the Brady for 80 for Brady movie? They did that. Yeah. But now this like uh, 
you know, it's kind of like when like Gene Wilder and and uh, and uh, you know Richard Pryor used to do all them buddy films together. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, Maybe. but they weren't in their elder years then. No, but I mean, you want to. Everyone's got free time in their hands. They're willing to work. Uh, Ken Jeong plays a publicist for Fool's Paradise that's out this weekend. You want to go see that? Sure. You're, you're not going to go to any movie, are you? Not this weekend, no. And uh, Kim Kardashian had a fire truck themed birthday party for her kid's birthday. Really? Yeah. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had something like this was when I drank uh, directly from the Hyman Hydrant from Ray J. And <laughs> that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. <laughs> and Caitlin? Well, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once speared the bearded clam. Oh, my God. A little uh, scootily pooped. What are, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is uh, I got it. Oh. Yeah, I missed it. I lost it. I don't know what I did with it. I had it there. Well, what were you trying to say? I was trying to say uh, something, and now I can't remember what it was. That sucks. <laughs> that, Caitlin. She's incorrigible. Oh, I just uh, maybe take your squish mitten here and there, and then uh, we'll fiddle around with it and see if we can find it. There you go. How about that? That's back in rewards when they spend $100 or more. Rewards offer ends 513, limit one. Redeemable in-store only. Save big on your business at Staples. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, remember a little bit more than a week ago, I was spouting up some nonsense about the Red Sox being the best last place team in baseball? Well... I sure do. And while that may have been true at the time, what I did not expect was that the Red Sox would somehow miraculously pull themselves out of the divisional basement and start playing like an actual professional baseball franchise. The truth is, after last night's 8-3 win over Toronto, the Red Sox are now staring at a current five-game winning streak, which is the longest active winning streak in baseball. In fact, they've won seven out of the last ten games, 13 out of the last 20. It not only pulls the Red Sox out of last place, it also pulls them firmly over 500 and just a half game behind Toronto, who are currently in third in the division. On the other hand, you'll never guess who happens to be in last place. It's the team with the second-highest payroll in baseball, the New York Yankees. How did something like that happen with $279 million worth of strapping young baseball talent? Well, it might have something to do with all those injuries to guys like Aaron Judge, who's making $40 million a year, Giancarlo Stanton, who's making $32 million, or Carlos Rondon, who's making $22 million this season. There are also nine other players who are all banged up, each one of them worth millions, too. And as a result, it is the Yankees who are now the best last-place team in baseball. How bleak the things look? Well, yesterday, Yankees general manager Brian Cashman pleaded with fans to, quote, don't count us out. Don't give up on us. This is a championship caliber operation. Boy, it sure is. Because every team that's getting last place results with luxury tax prices is a possible threat. Listen, you've got $152 million worth of players currently on injured reserve, and at least five of those players are currently on the 60-day disabled list. Yeah, the Yankees are looking like a real-world series threat right now from all those banged-up hips and shoulders and hamstrings and blown-out elbows. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the Red Sox, who are the hottest team in baseball, with a payroll that is slightly above the league average. In other words, go Red Sox!
But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Ego Trimmer Blower Combo Kit. 300 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. I'm looking at that deal at the Rocky's printed flyer, or if you can pick the flyer up at the store. See the deals on Rocky's website or on the Rocky's app. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock nice better. Hollywood treasure. What am I going to do? I am. Rock 102 is seeking a qualified apprentice. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 and Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a very nice day. Sunny and a high of 85 today. It's going to be hot. That's oh, crazy. Tomorrow, uh, sunny and a high of 79. Sunday, high of 69, giggity. It's uh, 48 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, we got Gene Cassidy from the uh, Big E. Going to be joining us a little bit later on today. Lean, mean Gene Cassidy. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of basketball thing going on over there. Hooplandia. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll be talking to him uh, about that. That's uh, that's not something that uh, would be held at the Hall of Fame where basketball uh, you know, was, was It was invented, really, or well, it wasn't invented, invented there, right. At yes. that building, was it? Uh, no, it was uh, invented uh, at Springfield College. Wasn't it James Naismith who built that giant sphere down there? Uh, uh, yes, yeah. uh, by hand, absolutely. That's why it took so long for the lights <clears throat> to go on. You know, Steve, I don't, uh, I don't like to talk about this very often, but yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> you know, I was a, uh, a high school loser. Never made it with the ladies uh, till the boys told me something I missed. What did you miss? Uh, then my next door neighbor, where the daughter had a favor, so I gave her just a little kiss, yeah. uh, like this. It sounds like uh, you went to school with Steven Tyler. I didn't. He's old enough to be my father. All right. Uh, there was a story on 22 News' website today uh, where the, and, and I'll just read mm-hmm. the headline. High schoolers say they are having less intercourse, but that doesn't mean less sex. Okay. Now, uh, again, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you, you put your blocks together and build, but it seems to me uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Situationships, sneaky links, the talking stage, the flirtation, getting to know your phase, typically done via text, can now lead to a hookup. High school students are having less sexual intercourse, but that the but that uh, what the study says is they not that doesn't mean they're having less sex. The yeah. language of young love and lust and the actions behind it are evolving, and the shift is not being adequately adequately captured in national studies. What it says is for years studies have shown a decline in the rate of American high school students having sex. That trend continued, not surprisingly, in the first years of the pandemic. And according to a recent survey by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, the study found that 30% of teens in 2021 said uh, that they had uh, they had ever had sex, down from 38% in 2019, a huge drop from three decades ago when we were all having fun. Uh, the Associated Press took the findings to teenagers and experts around the country to say uh, that uh, for their interpretation, they you know apparently uh, sex is now purely online and purely through text, and it's not uh, necessarily physical. So you're having more virtual sex? Is that what it is? Yes, All yes, right. and it just kind of shows you that uh, how technology has really just stripped all of us of who we are as a species. Yeah, you know. I mean, really, I mean, when you were in high school, 
I mean, I don't know what you were doing in high school. I mean, I know that you. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't. Do, I wasn't doing that yeah. either. So you know, I would be thrown off the curve totally. But it's like, you know, it's 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 funny the way kids today kind of look at it in uh, in a totally different way. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot more kids having long distance relationships that are purely online. Yeah, but they're committed relationships, sexual, but not physical. Um, uh, you mean like uh, over online you're talking about? Yes. Well, yeah, but I think people, I, I don't think no matter what age you are, human connection is really important to your development at some point. Yeah, but when you're a high school student, yeah, uh, do you really care about emotional connection? I mean, aren't you more fixated on like seeing a boob on TV or, you know, seeing somebody naked? I guess so. I mean, I, is that the way it is now? I don't think it is the way it is now. No, it's, no, it's all different. That's what uh, that's what I'm getting. At. Like we, we, we like what I'm telling you is like uh, high school kids, society. It's all it's all changed. All yeah. the, the the old the good old days well, of actually putting your body next to somebody else's. That's because, that is so 1990. Because you have access to it. If we had access to all of this kind of stuff, yeah, sex would have been different 30 years ago. You know, but now it's not. It's it's different. Everything is different. I'm not saying this like you know the you know I'm longing for the good old days because my good old days weren't all that great old days. <laughs> they were just days. I was gonna say I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any kind of uh, you know uh, Fred Garvin male prostitute no. type of. But if you persona. had access to today's technology back then, oh yeah, think about what you'd be now. I would be uh, married to a computer. Yeah, yeah. Be, I'd never leave the house. Yeah, there'd be no reason for me to leave the house. Her name is Cyber, <laughs> and she's saucy. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Just I read that. I thought that, that's how how weird our society has completely changed and how we look on on it's relationships a- and love and intimacy. And as long as the as long as you got decent Wi Fi, that's all that matters. Yeah. See what happens though when the Wi Fi goes out. Well, then it's time to start chatting with other people. Yeah, that's like you're sleeping on the couch in a marriage. Oh, I'm sorry. The Wi-Fi is out. We're not going to. I'm not talking to you. Uh, but they, they call these things sneaky links. This is when you hook up in secret and don't tell your friends. I have a feeling a lot more people are, quote, uh, unquote, having sex, not just necessarily between a man and a woman. For teens today, the conversation about sexuality is moving from a binary situation to a spectrum. So the kids are of sex so the kinds of sex people are having, and while vocabulary around sex is shifting, the main question on the CDC survey has been worded the same way since the government agency began its biannual study in 1991. Have you ever had sexual intercourse? No. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Yeah, and, and by, when I, by that question, I mean, could you explain it to me in a very slow and measured way? What was that? Uh, was that movie with Jane Fonda from the '60s where she was like from outer space and Barbarella? Yeah, was that where she wanted to make love and then it was just basically that like they were just putting their heads together? Yeah, she had yeah. to be. Uh, she was sitting in the orgasmatron. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Man, what a what a prophetic film that wound up being. Uh, well, she called that future of sex uh, long ago. Yeah, she was ahead of her time. Yeah, yeah, she right. was. Yeah, yeah, she was ahead of her time, all right. Now, at her age, if you put her in an orgasmatron, she might break a hip. She predicted the future, though. She knew this was going to happen. That Jane Fonda. Yeah, she really, she, she was really quite, was ahead of the curve. Quite, quite the saucy gal. Back then, she was.
Anyway, 620 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Since the purpose of a roof is to protect what's under it, who puts that roof on? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 628. And Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, sunny with a high of 85. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 79. Sunday, 69. It's 48 in downtown Springfield. Uh, I have to stand corrected. It was pointed out to me that I incorrectly stated that Barbarella went to the Orgasmatron. Yeah. It was actually Woody Allen in the movie Sleeper, oh. uh, where Woody Allen goes into the uh, Orgasmatron by himself. And then uh, comes out wanting to date his uh, wife's young uh, youngest daughter. <clears throat> oh, is that is yeah. that how that worked? I may be wrong yeah. about that last I'm part, sure, but it's something sure. uh, something along those lines. Hey, do you want to laugh? I do. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually on Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. So an Irish daughter hadn't been home for over five years. All right. When she returns, her father uh, cursed her heavily. Where have you been all this time? Hi, yeah, right us. Not even a line? You didn't even call? Can you not understand what you put me and your mother through? And the girl's crying. She's like, Daddy, I became a prostitute. <laughs> and he says, you what? Get out of here, you shameless honest. Sinner, you're a disgrace to us in this whole Catholic family. Okay, Dad, as you wish. I only came back uh, to give Mom this luxurious fur coat, a title deed to a 10-bedroom mansion, plus $5 million in a savings certificate. For me, little brother, I got this gold Rolex. And for ye, Daddy, a sparkling new Mercedes, limited edition convertible that's parked outside, plus a membership to the country club, and an invitation for y'all to spend New Year's Eve on board my new yacht on the Riviera. And the father says, what was that you said you became? <laughs> she said, a prostitute, daddy. And he goes, my goodness, you scared me half to death. I thought you said Protestant. Come on over here and give your old dad a hug. <laughs> you see, he uh, once a he realized <laughs> what he was getting out of the deal, oh, he's like, yeah. oh, I don't care what she does. 6.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Naples Home Buyers. They buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Nation's home, uh, Na- <laughs> Naples Home Buyers. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Well, thanks, Bax. Ah, oh, you're welcome, Steve. Uh, a Springfield woman was sentenced in Springfield Federal Court on Thursday for her involvement in the reselling of stolen goods and money laundering. Mimi Mai. My oh my. Me, that's her name. Mimi Mai. Really? Mimi Mai. What have you done? Now, when she was really young, did anyone ever say eeny, meeny, miny, mo? No, she was a mini Mimi Mai. <laughs> what if she had become a mime? Uh, she could have been Ma- Mimi the My Mime. <laughs> mini Mime. Right. Mini Mime. Yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, the 50 year old uh, owned and operated a pawn shop in Holyoke called Easy Exchange. She would buy items such as power tools, electronic devices, sunglasses, and beauty and personal care products from people she knew had stolen items. She then resold them on eBay at a price well above what she had paid. According to prosecutors, Mimi Mai made more than $2.1 million between 2018 and 21 from the sale of items she had listed uh, as new on eBay. She then bought property in Florida with the money. She has been indicted by a federal grand jury in February 2022 on uh, charges of interstate transportation of stolen goods and money laundering and engaging in monetary transactions and property derived from unlawful activity. 
uh, Mimi Mai pled guilty to the charges. Oh, oh, she was just sentenced. Mm, she she yeah. pled guilty in December. She was just sentenced by the maestro to 18 months in prison and two years of supervised release. She's also ordered to pay $3,000 in restitution and forfeit a million and a half of those that money to the United States. Damn. What a waste of time. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, if... Uh, you did all that work, you got $2 million, and now you got to give most of it back? Well, you know, it is, uh, it is fraudulent. You know, she, someone needs to get paid back. Yeah, someone needs to get paid back, but... Uh, me, me, my. That's a lot of money to give back that you so... Well, if hardly you, earned. Well, if you if you if you've stolen money, you know, uh, you probably should be giving all of it back, don't you think? Well, I mean, uh, how, what can you prove was stolen? Well, en- enough to sentence her to eighteen months in prison. I told you, I knew a guy years ago who uh, would go into Home Depots and steal things like power tools and things yeah. like that, and then walk right out of the garden center with them, and then sell them for half price to people that he knew. Oh, like, uh, you get this $300 drill, I'll give it to you for 150 bucks. I never I never purchased anything off him because I knew that that would be receiving stolen goods. Yeah, I would yeah. think you'd burn your hands off of taking something so hot. Yeah, well, but uh, hey, he had a good little business going there for a while until he got caught. I suppose. Uh, Trinity Health in New England has updated their face mask policy Thursday following the end of the COVID-19 health emergency. Face masks will now be optional in all inpatient units, emergency departments, and ambulatory care areas with the Trinity Health of New England system. That's such a pain in the ass going into the doctor's office if I'm putting on the mask now when you're not wearing the mask anywhere else. No, you know what the pain in the ass is? When you see the sign on the door say this is a, uh, you know, the masks are mandatory and you didn't bring one with you. They have you gotta go all the way back to your car to find one that's under the under the door under the uh, under the seat somewhere collecting dust. Yeah, but they have them for you now. It's not like they're not gonna let. Some you. do, Most not of all of them do. Really? Yeah. What I, was do- in a, I was in a doctor's office the other day. No, no masks for people. You bring what, your own mask. Are you? Uh, what kind of doctor's office are you going? Oh, to not that a very doesn't provide. Not the, a very good one. Obviously, you can't provide the essentials like the masks that are required well, they, they in their can, own office. They can provide medical diagnosis, uh, subscribe medication, but you're on your own with the mask. That's it. That's it. Uh, Springfield City Councilor Justin Hurst is demanding an investigation after receiving an anonymous complaint from a Springfield police officer about members of the Springfield Police Department. In a letter sent to 22 News, Hurst is asking Springfield Mayor Dom Dom, the Peace Officer Standards and Training uh, Commission, and uh, the Department of Justice and the Compliance Evaluation Team to investigate claims by an anonymous police officer accusing two fellow officers of drinking on the job and another being involved in a hit-and-run incident on duty that injured a suspect. Hearst said he received the anonymous letter on Wednesday. These accusations, if true, are deeply concerning and continue to raise serious questions about the mayor's ability to effectively lead our police department while under a federal consent decree uh, levied against it by the Department of Justice. Taxpayers are shelling out millions of dollars to prevent instances like this from being swept under the rug, and any mm. evidence of a cover-up by the brass in the Springfield Police Department must be exposed. Alcohol abuse in the police department. Thought I'd never live to see the day. Listen, uh, yeah, it's wrong to drink on the job. Oh, on the job, yes. But I'm I'm one of those people that can kind of empathize with 
that's a that's a high stress job without a doubt and i would imagine that the level of alcoholism among police officers is probably a lot higher than other careers i don't necessarily think this is like one of those you need to get the hell out of here kind of thing. This is one of these more of these like educational things, you know what I mean? Like sure. you need to correct this problem. Obviously it's dangerous to have somebody drinking on the job. Well, think about it this way, Steve. If you're uh, if your entire job every single day is to protect and serve. The only thing you want to do at the end of the day, you know, after you've done protecting and serving, yeah. is protecting the things that are served to you in a bar. True. You'll nurse that uh, that cocktail for hours. Yeah, off duty. Yeah, off-duty, I got no problem with that. Yeah. You want to burn a hole through your liver the size of a cheese cutlet? That's up to you. Yeah. And, I, again, I'm not really given, like, uh, like a fr- uh, an excuse. Yeah. The The issue here is yeah. on-the-job drinking. The only thing is, like, you think about how many people have... It seems to be that there's a lot more people that have liquor problems out there. Mm-hmm. Now, is that seemingly like that to you, or um, is it- I don't know if it's a lot more... Than usual, or people or just, are just more aware of the fact that their drinking is getting out of control. I, that may be more likely that people are now aware of the signs and the red flags that there could be some sort of abusive, uh, substance abusive yeah. situations going on. Hey, think of uh, go sit in like a package store parking lot at like maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I bet you you'd see people, uh, Going in there and then coming out and then uh, scarfing the nips down before they go back to work. Yeah, look at it. Go, go see. Uh, go to a bar <laughs> like eight thirty in the morning and see who's in there. Those are guys hey. are pro- probably hey. having a little issue. I used to do that only because I worked midnight to eight a.m. That's. I mean, you got to remember, there's a whole like group of people out there. Uh, oh, know, I work those hours, too. I know exactly what you're talking it's, about. It's why the rumble seat is open so early for breakfast in the morning, knowing that there's like a population of people that work overnight. Well, because the gotta... eggs and cake special is a very good one. That's right. Eggs and cakes are delicious. Do you, did you ever have the eggs and cakes? Uh, eggs not, and at the, not at the rumble seat, but I've had it at other places. Well, either way, uh, they're worried about people drinking on the job. Yeah, Mayor Dom Dom, he ain't gonna. Stand he's for not. That. He's not gonna stand for that. And either is Justin Hurst, no. who's also running for mayor. If he becomes mayor, he's not gonna stand for it either. Uh, it's the it's a twenty it's a story the twenty two news I team has been covering for more than a decade. Homeless families being housed in hotels. Massachusetts is the uh, country's only right to shelter state. That means the state guarantees that homeless families have access to emergency housing, and that includes hotels. The uh, I-team can confirm about 40 families from Haiti have been staying at the Clarion Hotel on Riverdale Street in West Springfield since uh, at least October. West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt referred to these families as refugees. Now, is that the one with the uh, the water park, or is that the Best Western? I don't think so. I think the Clarion is the one with the, uh, with the uh, Asian restaurant in it, the one at the bottom, right off the highway there. Yes. I think that's the Clarion. You might be right. I don't know. Well, now you got me wondering. Yeah, now I'm, uh, right, I'm kind of debating because there is that one with the with the water park. If you were homeless, that's the one I'd want to go to. Oh, you're like you're holding your nose, and uh, they're they're wearing those striped uh, bathing suits yes. that they did from the '40s. Exactly. Actually, it is it is the Clarion Hotel and Aqua Lagoon Water Park. See, you know, and you say all oh, these poor people having to live in a hotel. 
They got a water park, man. I got to tell you, that is if that's if that's complimentary to all guests of the hotel. Yeah. Then doggone it, that, they lucked out. That's uh, that's like that's like winning the the homeless price is right. Hey, come on down. <laughs> uh, we're not just going to put you in any shelter. We're going to put you in a water park shelter. And that's when everybody goes, yay! yay! You know, um, there are some hotels you wouldn't want to stay in. Yeah. But with one with a water park, yeah, you're almost glad to be homeless. I know. I wish I had a water park in my backyard. I mean, uh, people who are homeless, like uh, sleeping under an underpass or an overpass or whatever it is, uh, you know, you feel bad for those people. But these people have turned down service, continental breakfast, and a water park. I don't think they get the breakfast. I think that's all suspended. I think they're just able to provide them with housing, and that's about it. Oh, come on. They, yeah. You can't pick and choose who you're offering the continental breakfast to. <laughs> you're going to have stale pastries and coffee. Everyone should enjoy them. All right. Who, all right uh, who's ready to go take a bath with everybody else? Come on down to the water park. We'll spray you down. Your Pioneer Valley <laughs> forecast today. I haven't been in there since it was the old one. Um, yeah, I don't think I when, have either. Uh, when, uh, what was it, Hoops was the sports bar in there? <laughs> yes. Or is it with all the uh, the kind of uh, weird people that would go into Hoops? Hoops. But I lived right down the street. I could oh, stumble, at the home light, I right? could stumble there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's nice. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, sunny with a high of 85 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 80. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651 and the Eagles with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 85. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 80. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Very cool event coming up at the uh, the Big E and at the Basketball Hall of Fame, Hooplandia. Uh, and uh, it's a three-on-three basketball tournament. Like 70 courts are being used, thousands of players. It's a really big deal. And Gene Cassidy from the uh, from the Big E will be joining us next hour to talk about it. Lean, and how you can sign up your team? Lean, mean, Gene. Lean, mean, Gene Cassidy. Cassidy. You almost forgot his last name. No, I didn't. I just had it right here. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So he'll be joining us just after seven o'clock today. That's going to be sweet. And uh, after eight, we'll give you the next keyword to cash your chance to win one thousand dollars. You'll hear that uh, today at eight, uh, eleven, fi- uh, two, and five, and that we could be worth a thousand bucks. I'm going to the air show on uh, Saturday. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. You uh, got uh, you got extra cash in your pocket for parking? I'm going to have to. It's going to cost me three hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm taking uh, I'm taking uh, six cars with me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Well, if you if you if you uh, say you put a sign on the back of a, another car that says "in tow" and then put a strap on my car, isn't that considered one vehicle? Technically, yes, yeah. but but in figure, but but realistically, no. Yeah, because you could have people on that car mover flatbed all in the cars. I'm just playing the game. Bass. No, I know you. That's I know what, what you're that's trying what to what do. I'm doing. I don't even know if they figured out that contingency yet. Um, but I, I'm look, I'm look, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing all these uh, d- d- performers here. They got uh, let's see, uh, the Air Force F thirty. 5A demo mm-hmm. makes the F-35B look like a paper airplane. Uh, no one's going to want to see that. The U.S. Army Golden Knights 
uh, Franklin's Flying Circus. Kyle Franklin, uh, he's the king of themed airshow acts. And then uh, Rob Holland, he's another one of these uh, guys. I, I want to see the Aftershock Jet Truck. That the, what is, Now, what is that? It's like, a, it's like a fire truck with a jet engine on the back of it. No they, kidding. They've done this before with, like, the uh, the school buses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of neat. You know, uh, the thing about these air shows is, you know, everyone uh, everyone just kind of expects that you're going to see, like, the Blue Angels or something like that. Uh, the Blue Angels are, are not coming, right? I don't think so. I don't see them here listed on the... I, uh, I, my understanding is that they, uh, they've got other things to do. I like... I like how they're showing these, uh, oh, we're going to have flyovers, too, from those big uh, C-5 jets. And I'm like, they fly over every day. <laughs> yeah, but now they'll be doing uh, they'll be doing I, formations, I guess, a lot more of it. I guess it's like, oh, yeah, we can add that to the air show, too. Like, that's another, hey, look at that big C-5. Uh, you never see one of those in a week. You know, the best thing to do is to sit in someone's yard who lives nearby. Yeah, that's the best way to do. It. We did that a couple of years ago. We were yeah. uh, some friends in Ludlow, and the uh, the air show was going on in uh, at Westover. Yeah, and uh, everything was in that flight path. So yeah. it was like you know the planes are going over our friends' heads, like you know really low. There's an employee here. I was gonna try to sneak into her backyard. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna tell her. I You're was just, just gonna, gonna show, show up. up. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you show up with a. You know what you do? You because sh- you know. If they live near an air show, they probably have people over. Why wouldn't you have an air show party at your house, right? Maybe. So you just show up unexpectedly with uh, an ambrosia. <laughs> suppose. Yeah. Suppose she's not having a party. You still show up with the ambrosia. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to go empty-handed. I would agree with that. You know what? Uh, I really want to see this air show, but I don't want to pay fifty dollars. Can I just use your backyard? For, we'll be out of your way, and then they start blaring like a uh, flight music, and you know, start. Oh, can I use your bathroom yeah. too? And then like go in there and lock yourself in there, and got, then don't you, come out for a couple hours. You get like a boombox, and you play nothing but Danger Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you light up a joint inside their house. <laughs> Well, you said make yourself at home. You take off your shoes, yeah. clip your toenails right there yeah, in the yeah, living room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sitting there clipping toenails <laughs> in the middle of somebody else's living room when you weren't even invited to begin with. Best, but you did bring the ambrosia, though. Oh, yeah, best, yeah but you, now we're going to play Find the Toenail in the Ambrosia. <laughs> That's, that's better than the prize in a box of Cracker Jacks. Well, I brought party games with me, too. <laughs> it's 6.56 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102. Yeah, but any good Patriots fans already has them downloaded and digitized and is considering having them tattooed across their chest. And to milk all the drama and excitement out of last night's announcement, the Patriots released a lighthearted video to make the whole thing sizzle. In it, you see the recently retired Devin McCourty arriving at the fictional Patriots retirement home Meeting up with other great retirement uh, legends like Andre Tippett, Ninkovich, James White, bunch of other dudes too. And of course, there's also the brief yet effective cameo by Tom Brady, who adeptly delivers his only line. Do you guys got room for one more? Sheer genius. Of course, this video was released to the public just hours after the Patriots announced that they will honor Tom Brady during their home opener against the Philadelphia Eagles on September 10th. Yeah, that's right. Tom Brady coming back to Foxborough, not just to pick up the things from the divorce, but to actually stand there and listen to people say nice things about him. He'll also stand around and listen to 64,000 screaming Patriots fans forget all about the fact 
but he wants to abandon this place to win a Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I guess we've forgotten all about that situation and have moved on. Oh, sure, it's too easy to forget all those triggering abandonment issues when the prodigal son comes back to Foxborough, but not all of us will be that forgiving. Some of you might still be stuck with the horrifying look of the longing you felt when Tom Brady held up his seventh Lombardi trophy after beating the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in Super Bowl 55, because that's the way I'm going to remember him, at least for now. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, the Ego Trimmer. Blower Combo Kit is a $300 uh, savings at Rockies. Well, it's $300, and it's a good it's a good deal with your Ace Rewards card. I'm looking at this deal in the Rockies printed flyer. Picked it up in the store. You can even check them out on the website or the Rockies app. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 710. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, come all the way to Springfield, Massachusetts to go to that uh, Hall of, uh, Basketball Hall of Fame, and uh, you realize the games aren't even being played here. They're being played across the river. <laughs> the uh, In spite of the fact it's 126 days before the Big E actually begins, the Big E and the Basketball Hall of Fame are putting together a huge event for June 23rd through the 25th. It's Hooplandia, the Northeast's ultimate three-on-three basketball tournament and festival, and on the phone with us to talk about it from the Big E is Gene Cassidy. Good morning, Gene. How are you? How are you guys doing? I'm, I'm great. Very cool. This is it has been a long time since there's been like a three on three tournament in in uh, in the Springfield area, but this one is you know, far exceeds what we've seen before. You're talking about thousands of basketball players coming to the area for this thing. Well, you know, it's it's the darndest thing. Is about eight years ago, I was driving in Spokane, Washington, on Route 90 of all roads, so I, the Massachusetts Turnpike. Who knew it went all the way to Washington? Right? <laughs> okay. And it, and I see a big highway sign that says Spokane is Hooptown, USA. And I'm thinking, wow, they're at the wrong end of Route 90. Yeah. You know, the, the Hall of Fame is in Springfield, Massachusetts. How is it that they've got this uh, moniker out here? So uh, since then, we've been uh, trying to figure out a way where we could bring basketball in a big way uh, nationally, uh, you know, to, to focus on the, on the Hall of Fame in, in our region. So, you know, Hooplandia is the result of, uh, of all that. And uh, June 23rd will open up. We'll have a, a festival, you know, on, on opening day with all sorts of uh, competitions, you know, for free throws and th- three-point shots and and, uh, and uh, you know, we want to focus on the Hall of Fame and bring, you know, bring people's awareness, uh, raise, raise awareness about the Hall of Fame. And, and uh, John DeLeve and his team, Greg Porcino and the group, uh, they've been great. We've, we'll play some of the championship games on the center court over at the Hall of Fame. And, and, uh, and the games will be played uh, at the Eastern States. In Spokane, they shut down about 25 city blocks. Wow. wow. Stage this. Uh, it's it's huge. They've been doing it for thirty years. Uh, it's it's the biggest three on three in the country. And 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 uh, our goal here uh, between uh, the Hall of Fame and the Eastern States, uh, our goal is to is to beat them uh, sooner than later uh, and build a bigger, better package. Uh, we we don't have to close down streets at the Eastern States. We we already have the have that uh, sort of natural fairground. Uh, you know, uh, right. it's almost like a, a city in, in, unto itself. And uh, it'll be it'll be easier to do, and and uh, people are aware of us already. Anyways, a million six hundred thousand people come to the fair. Uh, let's get a big portion of them to come to Hooplandia. This right. is this is uh, Gene Casty from the uh, from the Big E. You know the, the 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 interesting part about this is, so you've you've got like seventy courts set up for this, 
And this three-on-three tournament is all ages, all skill levels. You're going to have you know real elite players coming in, and uh, you know even you know kids who are playing on the recreational level. So it's it's really an event for for everybody. It's not just only the great players of basketball. It's for anybody. Yeah, you know it, it's. <laughs> It's really uh, fun just to come up with the brackets, right? And there's a lot of free bat brackets for young young kids and Special Olympians and and uh, people of those kind of challenges, and and uh, they'll they'll have brackets for uh, you know first responders and people who work in public safety, and and I think somewhere buried in those brackets is uh, for overweight fair managers who are too old to be playing basketball. <laughs> and it might be one for you, too, Vax. Well, you know what? Yeah. Uh, you know, Gene, we're, we're, we're all kind of in the same physical condition to, <laughs> to yeah, a degree. Right. We're, we're not slosh, sloshing our way up and down the uh, the court. But, uh, no, I mean, it does – I mean, it really does sound like a great thing. And like I said, I don't think we've had, uh, like, a real big organized three-on-three tournament in Springfield in maybe 25, maybe close to 30 years. It's been a long time been a long time and and uh, you know in this day and age especially with our youth you know they're 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 being they're being occupied by by things indoors especially you know since covid has sort of changed people's habits you know let's get outside and and, and have some fun and celebrate springfield for for this incredible you know we all, all you know, so many of us like myself and you you're born and raised here you take it for granted and uh you know, let's let's celebrate uh, this region and and uh, and do something really fun and uh, you know in, in a sport that's so meaningful uh, and, and watched you know worldwide. And the and the, and uh, the cool thing is, uh, I'm reading here that uh, Hooplandia vows to donate ten dollars of every team registration to a local boys and girls club. Is that specifically for the West Springfield Boys and Girls Club, or do they share that with other boys and girls clubs throughout? No, the it'll, it, this will be for for you know all all boys and girls clubs and you know especially those that, that might send us teams uh, uh, $10 from every registration will go back to the boys and girls clubs uh, you know the eastern states uh, silently you know we, we try to to do our thing in the community uh, we've been a partner of the boys and girls clubs going back to the 1930s in west springfield uh, it, it didn't officially become the boys and girls club i think until 1951 but uh, you know, this is this uh, boys and girls clubs have been uh, one of our charities uh, for almost as long as we've been in existence, over 100 years now. So, uh, uh, this is something that all boys and girls clubs will benefit from in our region. <laughs> to uh, to sign up or to register a team, you just go to hooplandia.com. It's a special website that uh, that that comes off the Big E website, but it's specifically for this event. Now, having said all that, Gene. You are only 126 days away from the start of the Big E. And I just want to point this out before, you know, we get too close to it and someone tends to forget and arrangements are not made. Opening day happens to be my birthday. So I would like there to be uh, a cake, a a cake, Uh, a parade, uh, a clown, a a couple of clowns. (laughs) So uh, our birthdays are very close together. I won't tell you what the date is specifically, but they're very close together. And uh, so now I won't forget that opening day is your birthday. I mean, I, I you know, I mean, I, I expect to see you uh, on the night before the fair opens at the media event. Yeah, now, you know oh. what? I have not been now to the media I've event got, in a while. I've got it in for you. Yeah, now, yeah, you yeah, now. now you're dragging me around all over the place, aren't you, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on at the, at the Big E this year? Anything uh, new we should be expecting? Oh yeah, we've got a, we've got an amazing lineup uh, of talent uh, at the Big E uh, coming in. We've we're, we're, you know we've got uh, some great uh, exhibits and and 
you know, we're, we're, we're focused at the moment on Hooplandia, but, you know, the biggie's always in the back of our mind, and, and I'm still looking for an elephant. Uh, so uh, hopefully... <laughs> Yeah. I'm, not the, one, I'm not the one who brought it up. I wasn't even going to touch that one. <laughs> I figured I'd go there yeah. before you guys dragged yeah. me it's down good, that road. It's a good preemptive yeah. strike, Gene. Very good. Well done. <laughs> All right. Preemptive. There you go. There you go. Actually, you know, like last last year during the, the Big E, the entertainment seemed to really have been ramped up, and you were getting really, really good shows. And I know that this year you're kind of working on kind of the same thing and building up the Big E as, as really – you know, a, a, another great concert destination for people, and I, and I and I think people really appreciate the fact that the Big E has made that a, a pretty big priority. Oh, uh, you know, it, it's it's our job is to entertain people, and and it's I got to tell you, it's more and more difficult every year to do it. It's really really expensive, uh, and and the entertainers are absolutely in control, but. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of uh, opportunity for local uh, bands to uh, to get some exposure, and, and I think and we're proud of that. Uh, we we've uh, you know the eastern states is uh, uh, we've got a big Irish population, and we've got to open up again with with uh, with uh, halfway to St. Patrick's Day, so that'll we'll bring in some some great talent uh, for that as well. And uh, you know, in the arena, we well, I can't announce everybody's. Uh, uh, you know who's coming yet? Because I, I get into trouble. Our, our entertainment department gets <laughs> mad at me. But uh, you know, we got, we, we've got all sorts of genres too. You know, Zed will be here. Some of the we, we've we've I think we've already announced Parker McCollum. I, I hope we have because he'll he'll be there. Third Eye Blind will be uh, on the ground. Oh, Third Eye Blind, yeah, I like that. And uh, you know, we we try to get a mix of uh, different genres of music. Some years we're we're more successful than others, and we try to anticipate. Uh, who who's going to be really hot? You know, by the time the fair opens up, and uh, you know, we've we've been good at that. John Giuliano does our talent. He does a marvelous job. He's been doing it for thirty five years. Yeah, I I can't wait for the uh, the sights and the smells. You know, the cotton candy, the funnel cakes, the vodka, and the marijuana. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, it's funny. You know, that's, isn't that not supposed to be legal in public? Uh, yeah. what, 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 the cotton candy? No, the the whole marijuana yeah. thing. Uh, is, wait, wait, uh, nothing you can pe- do about people, that. People have yeah. no, they have no uh, uh, manners when it comes to to smoking that stuff. It's a truth, and I'm a big fan of it, but uh, not to be, you know, have it blown in my face as I walk by. Yeah, there you have it. You know, I, I worry about the young kids, and I and I, you know, not to preach about it, but I hope people who might be listening will. Take a little bit more responsibility. There you go. Uh, Hooplandia coming uh, to the uh, the Big E and to the Basketball Hall of Fame June 23rd to the 25th. Again, more than 70 courts, hundreds of games going on all at the same time, thousands of players from around the area. It sounds like a hell of an event, and if you want to sign up, hooplandia.com. Gene Casty from the Big E, great to talk to you, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thanks, boys. Best wishes. Thanks, Take care. You too. Gene Casty with Bax and Nagel and Rockwood. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 727 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. go. Hey, uh, sunny and high at 85 today. Tomorrow, sunny and high at 80. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. So I've been telling you all week that the uh, my guest this week on Baxi's Musical Podcast is yeah. Josie Cotton. Uh-huh. This is the woman who, uh, who released uh, Johnny Are You Queer in 1981. It's actually a really interesting story behind that song that involves the Go-Go's, the band Fear, and a coin toss. Actually, a really cool story. And you can check that out. She's got a brand new uh, album out, too, called Day of the Gun. On Monday, uh, I'm going to be talking to George Murray. 
the uh, the bass player for David Bowie for five albums. The mm. David Bowie World Fan Convention is going to happen in New York on uh, June 16th or the 18th. Uh, George rarely grants interviews, but this is a guy that played on Station to Station, the entire Berlin trilogy, and Scary Monsters. A really interesting guy, and you'll be able to hear that Monday on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. So uh, here's a little news in uh, the life of my um, extracurricular douchebaggery. What to do? Peloton is recalling almost 2.2 million exercise bikes due to safety issues with the machine. This is the second time in two years the fitness company has recalled its equipment. The current recall involves bikes with model number PL01 sold in the U.S. from January 2018 to this month. Peloton received 35 reports of the bike's seat post breaking and detaching from the bike during use, including 13 reports of users uh, suffering a broken wrist, lacerations, and bruises after falling from the bike. Is that your same model? I think so, uh, but I got a new seat when I bought the thing, so I don't think that the seat is, the seat post, because I went and called the, the company uh, right. for a new one, so I don't think I need one. And it's adjusted properly, installed yeah, correctly? I hope so. Otherwise, you're going to get a post through the butt. That's kind of what I'm thinking, Steve. Yeah. Although that you might work, that might be a better workout for you. That might be. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And we might you want want to eat for a month. Mm. So, um, do you have to send it back, or do they actually no, they have send someone you, out? They send to fix you a it. new part. It's huh. basically the seat with the post in it. Gotcha. But like I said, I uh, I have a different one. I don't have the original. So I don't know. Well, maybe you're in the clear. Maybe I am. Maybe you're or, all set. Or maybe I'll get a, a a stick in the rear over the weekend. Yeah, you don't want that. No. No. No, thank you. Well, there you go. Uh, we have news, and it's coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first. 733 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, Springfield City Councilor Justin Hurst is demanding an investigation after receiving an anonymous complaint from a Springfield police officer about members of the Springfield Police Department. In a letter sent to 22 News, Hurst is asking uh, Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno, the Peace Officer Standards and uh, Con- Training Commission, also known as POST, the Department of Justice and the Compliance Evaluation Team to, quote, investigate claims by anonymous police officer accusing two fellow officers of drinking on the job and another being involved in a hit-and-run incident on duty that injured a suspect. Hearst says he received the anonymous letter on Wednesday. These accusations, if true, are deeply concerning and continue to raise serious questions about the mayor's ability to effectively lead our police department while under a federal consent decree levied against it by the Department of Justice. Taxpayers are shelling out millions of dollars to prevent instances like this from being swept under the rug and any evidence of a cover-up by the brass in the Springfield Police must be exposed. This is uh, Justin Hurst saying this? Yes. Now, would he be saying the same thing if he were not running for mayor against uh, Mayor Dom Dom? Eh, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's opportunistic. I'm just saying he's taking this opportunity to uh, slam Dom Sarno as being somewhat responsible for this. Well, I mean, that's what you do. You sling mud. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just saying it's a, you know, I mean, it's Dom Sarno's not in the streets, you know, you know, knocking, you know, liquor bottles out of cops' you know, hands. Yeah, that's that's not his job. The uh Springfield police uh, responded though. They said we normally don't respond to anonymous letters or allegations publicly, but this letter which we also received Wednesday and subsequent press release 
were filled with so many inaccuracies, we wanted to set the record straight. One incident refers to an officer transporting a prisoner who was just released from Mercy Hospital. The officer bumped another unoccupied cruiser while backing up, got out and checked for damage. There was no visible damage to either cruiser. It did not fit the criteria of a hit and run by any means. While the officer was returning to 130 Pearl Street, the prisoner then complained of back pain. AMR responded to Pearl Street, and the prisoner was transported back to the hospital at their request with an alleged injury. The officer completed an accident. They go on to say, like, you know, these incidents are uh, explainable. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, how, do you, how do you know? How do you know what's right and what's wrong? You don't. And that's why, uh, you know, uh, it's not really news to have a cop who's been drinking. It's is yeah, but it really. Is, but it is kind of news if they're drinking while on duty and they're causing problems, like accidents and such. I guess. Yeah, that's you know that's that's where you kind of you kind of draw the line a little bit. Well, what time's a happy hour on your shift? Oh, about two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> hey, MGM store serves till four. Yeah. Uh, adult use cannabis became legal in Massachusetts back in 2016. The first pot shops opened in 2018. Since then, there have been an increasing number of calls to poison control related to edibles. The 22 News I team found out many of the reports are for children eating edibles. I wonder if they sent the uh, the news crew. They probably did. Oh, my God. It was crazy. I put on the Wizard of Oz along with uh, Dark Side of the Moon and synced it up. <laughs> it was nuts. And at that third lion roar, wow. <laughs> Uh, Ian Ian Goodman. Is it Ian or Ian? It's uh, probably Ian. The interim chief of pediatric medicine at Bay State Health said every parent should know that this could be dangerous and should weigh the risks versus benefits of having these substances in their home. Nationwide, calls to poison control centers about uh, five, uh, kids five and under consuming edibles containing THC rose from two, 207 in 2017 to 3,054 in 2021. That's a 13. 1,875% increase, according to the study published by the Journal of Pediatrics. Here in Massachusetts, the DPH reports that the Poison Control Center has also seen an increase in calls related to pediatric ingestions of edibles. The uh, number <clears throat> numbers have been uh, declining slightly since 2020, but children still make up 67 to 78% of calls about edibles. Dr. Goodman uh, said the uh, they've treated the kids at Bay State Children's Hospital who have gotten into edibles. What do you do? You give them a bag of Cheetos? Well, you know, maybe if you reflavored the edibles to taste like things that kids will never eat, like broccoli or peas, or yeah, you know, make make make, it, make them like a like a make it taste like a vegetable. Here's the thing I, I've noticed about the edibles is that you're not eating the edibles because they taste good. You're eating the edibles because of the thing that's inside the edible. Yeah, and you're not usually enjoying like. An entire box of cookies. You usually take one cookie. That's right. why they only sell them in small portions. And, and that's why these kids are getting poisoned by it because, right. you know, what kid only eats one piece of candy? Right. You know, you, you give a kid a box of, uh, you know, a little package of M&Ms, those are all going down his throat at once. I mean, the ones from the dispensary are at least packaged and labeled, and there's a million warnings on there saying that this is, this is marijuana. Yeah. But the one, the like the, <clears throat> the black market ones, I guess you would call them, they're the ones that... Uh, ones that people are making at home? Right, but they package them. You know, you can make anything with a printer and a computer now. You just buy the buy the bags and then put the labels on them yourself. But they're labeled like 
Swedish Fish, mm-hmm. and they're labeled like Sour Patch Kids. And there's really no distinction other than maybe something on the label that says contains THC. And you got to be looking for that. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the story out of New Hampshire? So New Hampshire's been debating whether or not to legalize marijuana. They are the only state in New England that has not done so. Right. Okay. Uh, but apparently the bill that would have legalized it was uh, was killed by the New Hampshire Senate, citing a need to protect kids. Now, other than what you just talked about, mm-hmm. when a kid gets into the, the stash of edibles thinking it's candy and they just they go to town on it, there haven't been a whole lot of situations where you see people walking out of the dispensary and then selling what they bought to children that that doesn't really happen you know because the amount of money you're spending at the dispensary ain't nobody using that but you yeah that's true yeah i mean that's really what is created it's like well i'm not gonna waste it on on uh, children i'm gonna i'm gonna do the real thing that's right roll another another blood kid goes uh Sneaking into math class in the morning. I was gonna clean my room, but then I got high. I was gonna get up and find a broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up. And I know why. Why, why man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. You know, the uh, the Wiggles might have been a hell of a lot better on edibles anyway. <laughs> you know, if you were high enough, you'd drink a lot of a lot of mashed potatoes, well, wouldn't think you? A, think about uh, Most of that stuff on the original Sesame Street was all psychedelic. Remember the one, two, three, four, five, the pinball? Oh, yeah. Going through and naming the number of the day all the way up to 12. Let me tell you something. Snuffleupagus wasn't uh, just thought up by some sober guy. No, no. Hey. Hello, hey, bird. How's it going? <laughs> uh, some good stuff there. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Getting some, hey, you bring the, you can't bring like uh, regular baked goods to school anymore. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can because of the nut allergies. I don't think, I think it's the nut allergies. I remember when I was a kid, there was a big uh, outbreak in upstate New York of uh, hepatitis, mm-hmm. hepatitis C, mm-hmm. I believe. It was like this one Taco Bell that shot, shut down and then all these people got payments because they all got sickened from the Taco Bell. Which prompted the county, because it was like county government uh, up there. Yeah. Prompted the county to everybody in the county, and still to this day, has to wear rubber gloves when you're handling food. That's not a rule everywhere. Yeah, but you know, it probably should. It should be. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know if you ever noticed, but human beings, uh, you know, generally speaking, are filthy and disgusting. Well, think about, you ever go to like a, like a food truck? Yeah. Sometimes those people aren't wearing gloves. It's just there's something about uh, yeah, handling that food uh, yeah. with the uh, with the stuff. I, I, I like I like my my truck food with the gloves. With the gloves? With the gloves. Yeah. Um. So I I don't I don't know. I just I don't like people handling my stuff, putting their fingers all over. Oh yeah, I, yeah. How do I know if you went to the washed your hands after going to the bathroom or not? You know. It's a good point. Uh, two brothers in Malaysia, aged 
six and three, crashed their parents' car Wednesday night while trying to drive to a store to buy a new toy car. Okay. They snuck off with the keys to their parents' Toyota while their dad was sleeping and their mom was in the bathroom. The uh, six-year-old drove because obviously three is a little too young for that. You don't want to. <laughs> He's had a little more experience. <laughs> Can't reach the pedals at three. They were all over the road. Other cars started following them because people thought the driver was drunk. They made it about a mile and a half before crashing into a lamppost. Really? Yeah. The, air, the airbags must have sent him to the back of the car. Well, luckily they're okay. The three-year-old was fine, and the six-year-old ended up with a scrape on his chin. When an adult asked what they were doing, the older kid said, quote, Mama's at home, and we're going to the store. We want to buy a black car. <laughs> never, oh, these precocious little scams. Yeah, never underestimate the uh, the power of a kid who wants a toy. Yeah, They'll no go do any me- by any means to get that toy. It includes stealing your vehicle from your own home. <laughs> He's going to do something crazy like walk there or ride a bike. Yeah, well, that's just too easy. That's too dangerous. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, sunny and hot with a high of 85 today. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 80. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Let's get real. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 750 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 85. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 80. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. All right. We are going to have open line Friday after 8 o'clock, okay? Uh, Okay. We're we're aware of that. But before we get into that, I'm going to have to give you the uh, keyword to cash keyword of the day. That's uh, just after 8 o'clock. You'll hear it again, 11, 2, and 5 o'clock. Listen for the $1,000 keyword to cash and then enter the keyword at rock102.com. Before midnight tonight for your chance to win $1,000. You can play every weekday and increase your chances of winning. It's your chance to put $1,000 easily in your pocket with a keyword to cash. Brought to you by TextMeForTires.com. Kim Keogh of the Nielsen team, Livian Keller-Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, just before we go any further, I was wrong about the type of hepatitis I was talking about getting. It's actually hepatitis a, I believe. A. Okay. Or B. I don't know. The it's, bad one. It's no. It's the it's the one you get from food poisoning. It's not the one you get from. Uh, I think that's A. You know, uh, sharing needles and uh, having a good time. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get you. I get you. That's the kind of hepsy you don't. That's the kind of hepatitis you don't want. <laughs> hey. Uh. Now you heard that. How about hearing this? <laughs> now hear this with Bex and Nagel on eh, Rock One Hundred Two. Eh, 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 well, listen to this, Steve. I don't think you want any kind of hepatitis. Well, no, but there's good a, hepatitis. B or C. No, there's no, there's no good hepatitis. It's all, it's all bad. Are you sure? Positive. It's all bad. Well, there's like, uh, there's like good herpes and bad herpes. No, like, no, uh, you it's know, still one you get from like a cold sore, and the other one uh, you get from. It's still herpes. <laughs> it's like right, okay, one's it's, one's worse than the other, but, but they're a, both not good. It's a version. It's a version. <laughs> Anyway, uh, clip number one, uh, two cops in Enid, Oklahoma, responded to a report that someone was screaming for help, but here's what happened when they arrived. I think that's a person. That's a person. Is it a goat? Uh, it's a goat. It's a not goat. a person. They thought, I hear it, but I don't know if it's an animal or a person. But sure enough, we're walking over here. I'm like, that's a person. Yeah, from a long distance, yeah. sounds like help. <laughs> See, leave yeah. it to the cops to start harassing kids. 
Goats, kids, yeah, yeah, look at you, look at you knowing about the animal world. Hey, I'm thinking, uh, you're like Mar- Marlon Perkins over there. I got the I got the animal puns going on. <laughs> I got more too. Oh, good. Yeah, a Pennsylvania police station was evacuated after a man uh, brought a package in the building containing three pipe bombs. The man claimed to have found them on a different street and was just bringing them over to the police. Here's the police commissioner, Thomas Carter. Talking about how the officers at the police station dealt with the situation. The robot came out, collected them, they x-rayed them and stuff like that, and they discovered that they were actually real bombs, and uh, so they're taking them to their safe place where they can detonate them. Yeah, the whole idea of seeing something and saying something doesn't mean doing something about it. It's true. You don't pick those up and bring them into a building. Yeah, you don't say, huh. What are these? And you start shaking them and you know banging them on the ground. Is this a bomb? I wonder if that's really a bomb. Uh, could be. Could very well be. An eight-year-old boy survived for two days in the woods of Michigan by hunkering down and eating snow. Here is uh, Nante Neem talking about getting lost and surviving out in the wilderness. So my uncle, he said to go back to camp. And I couldn't say I don't know why the way back to camp because he already turned around and left and i ended up by like a river and it wasn't even any close to the part where we first went up i just ate snow because i usually do it in the winter (laughs) oh well there you go so let me get this straight yeah your uncle abandoned you in the woods yeah leaving you to have nothing to eat but snow Hey, you know what? Uh, hey, uh, Timmy, uh, go over there. There's a little gingerbread house with an old lady inside. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to help you out. Okay. Oh, all right there, Hansel? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Hansel? Oh, I went to go to the candy canes and they weren't there. <laughs> Something tells me the uncle should be looked at. Eating snow. And a uh, Minnesota man has used a keg and a heating coil to make what he believes to be the very first beer-powered motorcycle. Here is inventor Kai Michelson and his son Buddy talking about the uh, making the booze-powered vehicle. The people who know me, they always kind of expect something a little bit different from me that comes out of the shop. One thing about this motorcycle is definitely different. I don't drink. I'm not. A, I'm a non-drinker, so I can't think of it. Anything better than to use it for fuel. <laughs> yeah, it can be any kind of liquid. It can be Red Bull, it can be caribou coffee, it could be anything, but beer, why not? We got it running, we got it built, and I think it looks pretty cool. But not Bud Light, that'll give you tranny problems. <laughs> Jesus. What? You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that well, might, might, be, might saying, be bad for the know, engine. There's certain do- ones you don't want to put in there. That's maybe, right. Maybe an IPA or something like that. Uh, and you got a uh, final story, a, poli- a former police officer in Florida is accused of stealing a dead man's credit card and using it to buy fast food and eyelashes. Well, I mean, if you're going to steal, <laughs> you might as well buy. Hey, I, I could go for a Big Mac and some really nice eyelashes today. <laughs> Diane uh, Ferreira was on uh, call last month to a couple's home where the husband had died, and that's where she took the card. Here is uh, the county sheriff, Marcos Lopez, holding a press conference about this. Information uncovered during this investigation shocked and appalled me. It directly violates everything that I expect and demand from our law enforcement officers. She was arrested with her handcuffs before being transported to jail. The badge she wore in her uniform is tarnished and will never be issued again. In fact, it's going to be destroyed. But look at her mugshot with those eyelashes. <laughs> it's really, it's it really does round out her face a little very bit. Very nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, coming up, uh, open line Friday. It's seven fifty-six, and that's now. Hear this with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sending you nice today. What's the keyword to cash? What's the keyword to cash? Well, keyword see, to cash. you know, today's keyword to cash. Uh, it is time to uh, let you know what uh, today's keyword is. And hey, today's hey, hey, $1,000. What, what, what is it? What is it? What is it? Well, Steve, uh, a little bit of patience is going to go a long way here. $1,000 well, on the line. R- rush a little bit further. The $1,000 keyword today is, is, is the word is mom. What? Mom. M O M as in my I would like to win a thousand dollars. O is in O I would like to win a thousand dollars. M as in I would like to win a thousand dollars for my mom. Go to the, uh, the keyword to cash page on rock102.com and enter mom for a chance to win a thousand dollars before midnight uh, to enter your thousand dollar keyword. Uh, your $1,000 keyword uh, today is mom, M-O-M. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Can't even play that contest, and I don't even have a mom. <laughs> I'm an orphan. Yeah, well, you yeah. killed all the fun, didn't you? Yeah. Now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, open Live! 293-1021. That is the number to call to participate in today's Open Line Friday. Now, I would like all of you to reconsider the kinds of things you're going to want to call in. If you're planning on using profanity, hate speech, or say you're uh, Mike Davis. Mike Jones. Mike Mike Jones. Jones, I don't really want to hear from you. All right. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. Sure, there's other other radio stations that would much rather take your call if that's the case. Hmm. But look at them go. Those phones just uh, sitting there waiting to be used. I got to, uh, I'm just in the meantime, just to tell you what we'll talk about up in the news. Another statement from the uh, commissioner, uh, Sharp Claproot, about the whole hearsay thing. All right. Let's see what we got here. Rock 102. Good morning. Is this? Morning, David. Hey, David. What's up? Uh, Call to say, hey, this is David the plumber. What are you, uh, what are you working on today, David? Oh, you name it, I work on it. You got a shower trap that needs cleaning? You got elbows deep in someone's toilet? Uh, grease traps, usually. A lot of grease traps. Oh, it's a grease oh, trap. Grease traps. Yeah, you got to do that. All right, well, hey, you have yourself yeah. a great weekend there, Dave. You too. All Thank right, you. there you go, pal. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Sean. Hey, Sean, what's up? Nothing is calling in about Open Line Friday. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, you're on the air right now. Oh, oh, so my question was, you guys always talk about how we're, you know, the Valley's classic rock or whatever, and, and advertise, you know, Craig Barrington, Lee, and yeah. uh, I work up in those areas, and we get up there, and there's no reception, we can't get your station up there. Well, do you, so I, do you have the app? Uh, no, I don't, actually. You can yeah, get us. Right you, can, you can stream us nearly anywhere with this uh, an internet signal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. I didn't know anything about that. I was so geared to always going to the radio and hitting Rock 102 and, and going off of that. So. Yeah, well, yeah, you can do it the old-fashioned way, or you can do what the newfangled kids do. Fantastic. Are I don't you, make me an old man, I guess, huh? Are you telling me we don't reach the areas of Hawley and Charlemont? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't think so. All right. Okay. All right. We'll, All right. we'll get on that one. Thank you very much. Okay. Rock 102. Rock Rock 102. They're all hanging up. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? The Hawkman. Hey, Hawkman. What's up? 
Hey, good morning, Bex. How you guys doing? We're good. We're good. What can we do for you? I just wanted to make a big announcement that that's okay on the radio. All right. All right. I just wanted to let you guys know that the Hawkman was with the scouts yesterday uh, building the kiosk for the entrance of the rail trail down by Gibbs Crossing. Oh, so Boy Scouts were doing that with you? The, the Girl Scouts, but they're called The Scouts. The, oh, scouts. the scouts. Okay, gotcha. I'm sorry. The All Scouts. Right. And uh, you built a kiosk in front of the rail trail. I did. Don't let me catch anyone down there trashing my kiosk and my rail trail. You think Mayor Down Down's powerful. Well, you, you don't want to run into the Hawkman down there still in the area. Y- yeah, you don't yeah. want to disturb the nest of yeah. the Hawkman. Uh, otherwise, you might get really cantankerous. Well, I get really angry and Fear the Hawkman, that's all. You yeah, know? no, I'm, listen, I, I know how powerful and scary you can be. All right, well, st- Steve, great talking to you. Have a great uh, a great weekend, and uh, we're going to that kiosk. Well, thank you, guys. All right, all right buddy. Right, there you go. All right, Rock 102. Good morning, who's this? Hi, this is David the Fourth, the plumber. Okay. I just okay. want to know, my question is, I just want to know, where's the convention at? I've been lost for two months. Oh, the, the, the plumber's convention. The plumber's convention? From, from the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I've been lost for two months. Yeah, sorry, man. I don't know what it is. Why Why, are, why do we attract so many plumbers? I, I don't know. I we don't know. We got some pipes that need to be cleaned I that we don't we know just about. want to fix your pipes. Yeah, I bet you I do. we just want to fix your pipes. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you do. <laughs> All right. So you guys have a good morning. You All too, right. bud. Thanks. You too. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Ray. Hey, Ray. What's hey, up? Uh, Hey, I know one of you guys has got a Peloton, right? Yeah. Is it the bicycle? It is. Hey, uh, twice, especially this morning before I headed out for work, I seen a news report on the old Pelotons that uh, the seat post has been breaking, and they're doing a recall. Really? You guys didn't know about that, so that's kind of why I was calling. I was wondering if you... We, we we did mention it earlier, and I and I did mention that I don't know if I even have that one because I got a new seat when I when I when I bought the thing. Um, but uh, I'm kind of all about adventure. I I would love to maybe experience. A, yeah, he likes a, playing a seat with post to the keister. He likes to play with a little danger. <laughs> that, yeah, well, all right, there you go. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, that's kind of why I was mentioning it. That, all right. that would be an unpleasant. Unpleasant scenario. Yeah, so. it might be if you weren't uh, if you weren't expecting it. All right, Ray, have yourself a good weekend. <laughs> All right, All uh, right, there you go. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Jesse. Hey, Jesse, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's on your mind, Jesse? I just wanted to say I love listening to you guys in the morning. But could you please add to your little spiel before open line Friday or open line whatever? That when you hear "Good morning, who's this?" you're actually on the air. Yeah, How I many don't, people they don't get. That. Oh my gosh, it's you, so annoying. Well, it's not nearly like, as annoying as someone who's trying to listen to them with their radio all turned up. I mean, that's only been like one of those rules true. that's been existing for less than maybe like sixty, seventy years. <laughs> exactly. Listen, we can exactly. give people instructions well, I, all day long, and nobody will listen to us, even though they call themselves <laughs> listeners. You know what, Jesse, you know what we'd like to do? We would like to write a script of all the pre-Open Line Friday rules and have you read them and say, hi, I'm Jesse from whatever town you're from, and you uh, you just just blurt them right out, one after another. 
I would, I would one hundred percent do that, and right. I would do it in like the the most stern voice that I could possibly summon. That's what we need. That's what yeah. we need. A stern voice. I, I'm on it. Uh, I'm on it. Turn right. your damn radio down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Jesse. Have a great day, guys. You, you too. too. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Jack Joy Jr. Hey, hey Jack. Guys. What's up? Oh, I just wanted to let you know that my wife, she's a plumber, a plumber, a plumber, and a mighty fine plumber is she. Oh. All day she cleans pipes. She cleans pipes. She cleans pipes. And at night, la, 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 la. I don't think you have a wife anymore, but that's okay. <laughs> it's my future ex-wife. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's cleaning go. somebody else's pipes yeah, right now. Probably cleaning that. her stuff out yeah. of your house. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, ladies. How are you? What's very up? good. What's Why up? Why do you call us ladies? Oh, I'm sorry. What's I'm up? Sorry. This is Rick. This is Rick, the bilingual plumber. How are you? <laughs> the bilingual plumber. What's up? Bilingual. All you got to do is say agua, and I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> All right. Agua, water. All right. All right. We'll get you Thank agua. you much. All You're right, welcome. Thank you. you. All right. Rock, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Pete up in Greenfield. How's it going, guys? What's Good. Up, Pete? What's up? Coming right up. Okay. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Hello. A little lighter. All right, you you cut oh, out. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. You, you, say with the the punchline again. The difference between a hippo and a zippo: one is really heavy, the other is a little lighter. Oh, yeah, I get it. There you right, go. That yeah. much. That's uh, much better. Now that, that you, what, didn't, you didn't you called it a drop. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's uh, George from Aguam, and I'm listening to you in the. Area of where am I? Smithfield, Rhode Island. Oh. I'm listening on the app. Can oh. you believe you guys actually have an app or tune in radio that you can actually use to yeah. listen to radio? Tune in radio. Amazing. You've only, you only say it like five, six times a day. <laughs> and yet this guy out there, oh, I can't get you on the radio. <laughs> What a numbskull. Oh, my God. Where do you get these listeners from? I, oh, I don't know, but I, I, are we I having listener. listeners argue with each other now? That's <laughs> oh, crazy, yeah. man. Hey, you know what? Not like, every- it's like, it's thing- like banning the word field. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not like everybody has the same level of understanding of technology. You, you're like, uh, you could teach a cl- like a master's level class on it. That guy is, he barely can use it, operate his phone. I, I think he maybe has a flip phone in his hand because if not, you know, if anybody has a smartphone, you got to know there's an app for that. So, All right, uh, there you go. There you go. Well put. Well Thanks. put. Hey, by, by the way, when uh, Pat Kelly advertises you in the afternoon, there's no enthusiasm in his voice. <laughs> I figured I'd let you know. And if you ever hear us uh, advertising him on our show, it's a miracle because we never talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Right, you too. Uh, Rock 102. Hey, good morning, guys. Tur- well, turn your radio down. down. Turn your radio down. Radio's down, bud. All right. All right, good. What's up? Hey, hey I just wanted to say I love listening to you guys. This is Biggie from Southampton. I'm from CLE, Cleveland, Ohio. 
we got a lot of good stations there, but since I've been here, you guys rock, man. I listen to you every day devotedly. Cleveland. Nothing good ever comes out of Cleveland. What are you talking about? I-90 comes out of Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Both directions. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, Lake Erie. We got a lot of fun there. A lot of, we got Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man. You know, it's a blast, but since I've been here... Actually, you guys, this is the only station I could get out here in Southampton. Oh, well, there you go. go. That's the way we planned it. Yeah, just don't try to go to Great Barrington. You'll never get us. <laughs> All right, thanks. Hey, for, you got that? Thanks. For All the, right, gentlemen, have a great thanks. day. Thank you so much. All right, you're rocking. welcome. All right, well, there you go. Not a, not a bad open well, line. That was pretty successful, yeah. I guess you could call yeah, it. I, I don't guess know. that was a... Hard to tell. Successful open lines. What is what makes an unsuccessful open line? Uh, when we hang up the phones and we say we're never doing this again, and then we do it again the and next week. And then we do it again the yeah, next week. Okay, right. I get it. It's eight twenty-three with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Find yourself some ch- Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It is uh, going to be a nice day today. Sunny and warm with a high of eighty-five. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of eighty. It is uh, fifty-nine in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, real quick here, Rock 102 and Skip's Outdoor Accents want to give you a better backyard with the Backyard Giveaway. See how clever I play see on words that is? I on words, yeah. Uh, someone is going to win a Supreme Balcony Bistro Patio Table Set, a 65-quart Arctic Cooler, $200 gift store, uh, liquor store gift card, and a $100 <laughs> cash card. Enter at rock102.com. We'll choose five qualifiers a day until May 19th, which is next week. And then on Sunday, the 21st, uh, uh, myself and the road crew will be at Skip's Outdoor Accents, Accents in Agawam for your last chance to enter as we pick the big winner. It's a Skip's Outdoor Accents backyard giveaway from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. I finally mowed the lawn for the first time yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I got to I gotta pick up a bunch of debris. It was like two feet high. Yeah, mine's getting a little, uh, little a up little, there too. A little lengthy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a guy do it uh, last year and he hasn't... Uh, I suppose I probably should contact him to see if he wants to do it again. Did you pay him? Yeah, I always paid him. I always oh. paid him. Oh yeah, I was uh, I was up to date. But uh, there's a lot of branches that I have not picked yeah. up from uh, from the uh, from the winter time. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, you got to do that before you go uh, riding around on your lawn there. Yeah, no, I got to do that. But that, that, that requires a certain level of effort that I'm almost feeling like I'm 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 aging out of. You have like lazy man yard. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. I uh, I do. It'll get done. You know, I, at some point it'll get done, and it'll look like everybody else's lawn in the neighborhood. But I'm I'm right now. I'm the one who's dragging the property values down. I always have this. I let it grow as long as it can because I hope that uh, one day there'll be this band of uh, wild goats that'll mm. come by and just start eating the grass, and I will never have to worry about uh, mowing it again. All but my that never happens. All the dandelions in my. Uh, in my uh, yard yeah. have gone to seed, so they're going to start blowing all over the neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure my neighbors are going to hate that because that's you, know, you don't want that to happen. No, you don't. don't. So uh, yeah, I may have to mow my lawn. Mm, I think you should probably. Should. Uh, you know, honestly, I I, uh, I loathe it. Even though it's a, 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 a it's a lawn tractor and I'm sitting down for most of it. Yeah, it's still you weren't still going effort for no mow may. <laughs> I like no mow may. Somebody suggested that to me the other day. Hey, we just call it no mow may. I like that yeah, idea. Yeah, don't mow. And the but the problem is you, your lawnmower can't take that kind of uh, yeah. So work. what am I supposed to do in June and July? Uh, 
Oh, you know what? Gasoline and a match, and then you'll never have to mow it ever again. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a good landscaping tip. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, and plus, you'll get rid of uh, any kind of uh, yard uh, varmints, too. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Clouds mixed with sunshine this... 833 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Springfield City Councilor Justin Hurst is demanding an investigation after receiving an anonymous complaint from a Springfield police officer about members of the Springfield Police Department. In a letter sent to 22 News, Hurst is asking Mayor uh, Dominic Sarno, the peace officer, the Post Commission, uh, the Department of Justice and the Compliance Evaluation Team to investigate claims by an anonymous police officer accusing two fellow officers of drinking on the job and another being involved in a hit-and-run incident on duty that uh, injured a suspect. Hearst says he received the anonymous letter on Wednesday. These accusations, if true, are deeply concerning and continue to raise serious questions about the mayor's ability to effectively lead our police department while under a new federal consent decree levied against it by the uh, Department of Justice. And he goes on to, uh, you know, say that we can't take this, yada, yada, yada. And then uh, this is the response from the uh, the Springfield uh, police, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Cheryl Clapper. Dear Springfield police officer, this is the person Okay, she's addressing, if you have any factual evidence of anyone drinking while on duty or putting our officers' lives at risk, please contact the IIU. The hit and run at the Mercy Hospital reports came into my office. I, I consulted with the command staff. The officers, captain and lieutenant, the traffic lieutenant and law department, and we all agreed the elements of leaving the scene of a personal injury accident were not there, and the officers should not be charged as such. If you are disgruntled because you did not get a promotion, you are or have been disciplined or you didn't get that transfer you wanted, then besides firing off an anonymous letter that hurts the entire department, please act in a mature adult manner and take it as a learning experience that you can build from. If you cannot do that, please move on and go elsewhere. Please stay safe, Superintendent Cheryl Clapper. Woo! Forget the IIU. How about the IIEI? That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I mean, anonymous letters are not factual information. I don't know, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, we've yeah, occasionally... Uh, and this has happened over the years where we somehow obtain an anonymous letter mm-hmm. uh, in, involving uh, uh, local things. <clears throat> anyway, uh, sometimes uh, you know you you want to say something from the anonymous letter, but then you don't because you're like, uh, I need some more information here. I yes. need some corroboration. Yeah, uh, you anything to back up your uh, statement there? Uh, no. Well, then what are you uh, coming to me with? Yeah, see, anonymous, you know, it kind of discredits you a little bit. A uh, Springfield woman was sentenced in Springfield Federal Court on Thursday for her involvement in the reselling of stolen goods and money laundering. Mimi Mai. My, oh my, Mimi Mai. Mai. Owned and operated a pawn shop in Holyoke called uh, Easy Exchange. She would buy items such as power tools, electronic devices, sunglasses and beauty, and personal care products from people she knew had stolen items. She then resold them on eBay at a price well above what she had paid. According to prosecutors, Mimi Mai, my, my oh my, made more than $2.1 million between 2018 and 2021 from the sale of the items she had listed for sale as new on eBay. She then bought property in Florida with the money. Well, at least she's investing it properly. But don't a lot of people sell stuff as new that's not really new on eBay? 
Yes, but they're usually not stolen goods from the Target and the Walmart. Uh, I guess. Well, you don't know that for sure. She's been indicted by a federal grand jury uh, on the following charges of interstate transportation to stolen goods, money laundering, and all that stuff. She was sentenced by the maestro yesterday uh, to 18 months in prison and two years of supervised release. Mimi Mai was also ordered to pay $3,400 in restitution and to forfeit a million and a half dollars to the U.S. government. That's gonna smart. That's a scam. I don't know if it's a scam, but you you got That's that hurts. That smarts. What to to have to give it all up? I well, work you so work hard. so hard. You know, yeah. you got such a great plan, and all goes to hell. Listen, the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge uh, uh, would tell you uh, that you need to put that money in offshore accounts where it can't be touched by the U.S. government after you get caught. <laughs> What's wrong with these folks? I don't, I don't know. You know, I was standing in line at the uh, the post office in uh, East Longmeadow yesterday, or Longmeadow. Well, it's in East Longmeadow, but it serves Longmeadow and East Longmeadow. Well, doesn't Longmeadow have their own? They still, do. they do. They did. I thought this big one down here was both East Longmeadow and Longmeadow on Industrial. Yeah, Drive. I used to go to the the Longmeadow one. Yeah, you know, you know like that that little shopping center, like next to where the Hukilau is, where the meeting place is now. Yeah. And it was in there. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I uh, I've only if, been, if that's closed, I have no idea. I've only been to this one. Any, it doesn't even matter. That's not really the point. I went to a post office nearby. Well, you're the one who made a big deal out of it. Well, I'm making a big deal out of it because it has really nothing. I was just there at this post office. Oh, that's okay. where the story begins. Steve, make your point. So I'm waiting in line, yeah. and uh, and I'm and I'm waiting there, and then uh, this guy, I can hear this guy talking about how obviously his uh, his sick father. Uh, can't get his mail at his house. He needs to have the mail delivered. So he's asking the uh, the clerk at the post office what to do with the mail. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's telling him all this stuff. You got to go fill out all these forms, and you know you need power of attorney and all this other stuff. And I just said as he's walking away, I'm like, Sir, I dealt with this. Just get a PO box in your dad's name, and uh, just have all the mail delivered to there. So I'm just like trying to give the guy a tip. Yeah. Then this other guy standing in front of me, he goes. That should be part of the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. Yeah, yeah how about you that? Go. See? Yeah, see, that people is cool. are paying attention. That's I right. I like that. About damn time. And who knew of all places, the post office, there'd be intelligent life over there. <laughs> There's a couple of smart people over no, there. No, I'm talking about the people that go there. We're all standing in line like slugs waiting to ship a package. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about the people that work there. I'm talking about the people that yeah. go there. No, I, I got it. Think about it. How many times do you really go out to the mail, the post office anymore? You know, I go if I need stamps. I go if I got a package I got I, I to send. But for the most part, I don't send a whole lot of packages, and I don't need a lot of stamps. Spring, uh, I'm sorry. State police have arrested a woman from Amherst after a random electronic RMV inquiry where they located a large amount of cocaine. According to the Mass State Police, around 1 a.m. on Wednesday, a trooper assigned to State Police Lemonster on Route 495 northbound in Boxborough when they conducted a random electronic RMV inquiry on a Mazda sedan. That means they ran the plate. Why do they have to say it like that? <laughs> what, what, like, what, what is the point of, I, of, I, of describing running a plate by calling it the random electronic RMV inquiry? Yeah, he was sitting there doing traffic duty, and he was running license plates as they rolled by. They do it all the time. Because that doesn't sound nearly as sexy as you know, doing it the other way. Uh, random electronic RMV. 
if you don't behave, sir, I'm going to run a random electronic RMV inquiry on oh, you. Oh, yeah, run it. Run it really hard. The results show the vehicle's registration was revoked and its insurance was canceled. The trooper conducted a motor vehicle stop in the area of exit 75. Once the vehicle uh, stopped, the trooper approached it and identified the operator as 39-year-old Smooth Psalm of Amherst. Smooth? Smooth. Ooh. Okay. A smooth song. That's one you'll be singing all the way to jail. That's right. Uh, the trooper then conducted uh, an electronic inquiry on Sam's dri- uh, driver's license. You mean you ran the driver's license <laughs> through the computer and learned that it was not active. The trooper requested a tow truck to remove the vehicle from the roadway. Some and a passenger were removed to search the vehicle's contents before it was towed away. During the inventory, they discovered a large plastic bag containing a substance that was suspected to be cocaine and weighed almost 200 grams. The Ubers also found other items that are commonly used in consumption of illegal drugs. Som was placed under arrest and sent to the Lemonster Barracks for booking. Uh, Som has been charged with uh, all kinds of things like uh, being inquired by the RMV electronic inquiry these are some charges some charges some of the charges are trafficking cocaine mm-hmm. unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle and others not to uh not to bring up the name neil diamond but this sounds like samsung blue Ooh, i like <laughs> that i one. like that a lot yeah that's a good one your uh, pioneer valley forecast today gonna be uh, sunny with a high of 85 tomorrow sunny with a high of 80 it's 59 right now in downtown springfield i'm steve nagel and that's the news on rock 102 ah uh, yeah when you hear it rock 102 springfield's classic rock it's 849 and Collective Soul with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 80. Uh, and tomorrow it's going to be a high of, uh, well, actually 85 today, 80 tomorrow. It's 61 in downtown Springfield. I don't know if you were aware of this, but this happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, I did know that. You know how I knew that? Because, because Kim Lee just walked in here well, told Kim, us it was Mental Health well, Awareness Month. Well, Kim Lee told us that, but you and I wore green to support the uh, fact that it was Mental Health yes, Awareness Month. Yes, you did. Month. Part of the Mira Vista Green team. Yeah. Thank uh, you both. Kim, Kim Lee from Mira Vista is here. It's good to see you. Nice to see you both as well. Thank you. So uh, it, it is a Mental Health Awareness Month. What uh, what uh, What is being done to, to get people to understand what this is all about? It is. There's Actually, there's a, there's a lot of activity, and, and certainly not just at, at Mira Vista, but but really nationally, um, organizations like Mira Vista, for example, are illuminating their buildings green, their landmarks, and so Gillette Stadium, um, one of the Capitol buildings, um, actually the Holyoke Clock Tower mm. um, has been illuminated. The front of Mira Vista has been illuminated green. Um, having individuals like Bax and Naval, Na- Naval, Nagel, no. sorry. <laughs> Well, he served. I kind of smell yeah. like a belly button sometimes. Anyway, so I was ahead. I was thinking more yeah. like a like a like in the navy. Oh know, yeah, like yeah. A, the navy, yeah. seafaring ships and Indeed. stuff. Indeed, <laughs> both of you wearing your green and and yeah. taking a photo and and allowing us to put that up on social media to to indoctrinate you into the Mira Vista Green Team. It's 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 about building awareness. And then, so, so tell us a little bit about the mental health services that are offered at Mira Vista. Absolutely. Mira Vista has um, a, a very large offering of inpatient mental health treatment um, care for adolescents as well as adults. We are actually expanding our inpatient um, mental health treatment by bringing on additional adolescent beds. We'll be bringing on additional 
um, beds for adults. And later this summer, um, we're very, very hopeful to actually have um, additional access for children as well, which is very much needed um, in, in the state of across the Commonwealth. And in addition to our inpatient mental health, we have an extensive array of programming for substance use, which is outpatient. So if you're struggling with addiction and are looking for therapy or a medicated-assisted treatment to help with an opioid addiction, that's available at Miravista. This is Kim Lee from Miravista, and we've talked about this before. One of the, the biggest problems there are for mental health services for kids is that a lot of regular mental health therapists don't want to work with kids below a certain age, even though you know that would be the best time to intervene in a, ki- in a kid's life when they're they're starting to suffer from mental health issues. And it, it's it's true that, that there's a there's a finite number of services for kids who are who are young who are experiencing real problems. It can be difficult backs and and certainly for children, um, but really for all ages. It's um, you know there there is really a, a shortage um, across the Commonwealth and and really across the country in terms of individuals being able to access outpatient mental health therapists to be able to get in to see a prescriber. Um, so that their medication can be adjusted. And in fact, to that point, Miravista will be launching um, within the next couple of months. We're hoping by July 1st, we will be launching outpatient mental health, behavioral health counseling as well to mm. try to address the need that's critical um, in our community to have access to that. I think what's important about uh, events like Mental Health Month and you know things that you do throughout the remainder of the year is, you know, over the course of many, many years, the pe- you know people have looked at mental health as kind of being uh, you know, kind of a stigma, where they're you know it, they're they're too afraid of what people will think if they go and get help, or you know the stigma is you know they went to get help, there must be something clearly wrong with them. But the truth of the matter is, if you look at statistics, nearly everybody at some point in their life suffers from some level of mental health, whether it's depression or you anxiety. Know, any, anxiety or any number Absolutely. of things you know if if you are honest enough to understand that this this is happening to you for for reasons that may not be under your control and may not be fixable under your control and you need that kind of help you know, I, th- I think clearing that stigma away is is so important very, very much so Bax you know it, it's it's analogous well uh, you know mental health is health you know, how we're feeling emotionally and physically are so intertwined and, and connected. You know, I, I remember as a kid, I, I used to think that I was able, I thought I was a medium in that I, my, my stomach, I'd get butterflies, I'd mm-hmm. have this sense of, of fear that something was going to happen. And I remember telling my parents, I don't know what it is, but something's going to happen. I, I'm just, I'm not. And my parents, we sat down, had a conversation, and it was anxiety. That feeling came before a test. Yeah. That feeling came before a big transition back to school. But I had individuals in my life who were open and, and transparent and, and supportive and wanting to talk to me about the importance of being aware of our mental health. And, and 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 that's a actually a very interesting thing you say about it's. I was just talking to a friend about this the other day, and him and I were talking about how yeah you know I've experienced this kind of anxiety. I've you know this that, 
you didn't realize what it was until very late in life. You know, we were probably in our 30s before we said, oh, I'm having a panic attack or I'm having an anxiety attack. And those things were being masked by recreational drugs and uh, and alcohol. And uh, I think that's a really important piece for people to, to be aware of, is that maybe what you're feeling are just things that everybody else is dealing with. You just don't know that it's anxiety. You don't know that it's that, that it's these mental health issues that you're dealing with. It's exactly right, Steve. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the more that we talk about it, the more that we create an environment, a community, a culture where it's okay to talk about how we're feeling emotionally with as much ease as it is that we talk about when we have a migraine or an upset stomach yeah. or, you know, or our back hurts. It's, you know, mental health is health. You know, when Steve mentions, you know, anxiety, you know, for, for many people that may have it, you know, they don't necessarily, they may not understand, you know, what they're feeling or, or how they're feeling. But until you, and they may be afraid of, of a diagnosis, but if you're experiencing those problems and experiencing them regularly and it's starting to really affect other parts of your life, sometimes having that diagnosis is really helpful because all of a sudden now you can identify it and say, okay, well, this is what this is and this is why I'm feeling this way. And sometimes anxiety can be simply brain chemistry and not necessarily about events that happen in your life, but there may be things that can be done that are you know very, very effective in dealing with it. Absolutely, Bex. You know, we, we just all want to live our very best lives, right? We, we want to feel well physically. We want to feel well emotionally. And if going and talking to a professional or going and seeking treatment from, um, from a, a behavioral health center like Miravista means that you receive that diagnosis or you receive that counseling or you receive that, that support, and, and education too, you know, just understanding, okay, if somebody has anxiety or if somebody is struggling or challenged by bipolar, if somebody is experiencing not just short-term episodic depression, but long-term depression, mm-hmm. how do I help myself to feel better so that I can live my best life? And the first step is, is a conversation about it talk to your primary care physician. There are so many resources available for individuals to find the support um, that they need for their mental health. Kim, if somebody wanted to find out more about MiraVista or to use some of their services, what should they do? Absolutely. I would encourage them to call me directly. It's, it, it, I would welcome the phone call. I would welcome the conversation. My direct line at MiraVista is 413-264-3042. Folks can also visit our website, which is miravistabhc.care, and they can take their time, flip through the pages on the website, learn more about the treatment that's available, and and we hope reach out. And you can also walk in as well. And not to a, yet. To an, ex- oh, okay. to an extent, to right, an extent. to an extent, but not yeah. yet, although there are... I con- apologize. I didn't mean to give that no, information. No, thought, no, no, yeah, okay. but, but it's a good conversation to start because right. the state, through its behavioral health roadmap, is really looking for ways individuals in the community can just walk in. So you've probably heard about the CBHCs, community-based, mm-hmm. community behavioral health centers that are available throughout Western Mass., mm-hmm. 
those are entities that you're able to just walk into, receive an assessment, and then that transition to Miravista happens from there. Kim Lee from Miravista, it's good to see you. Thanks yeah. to see you Thank as you. well. Thank you both. It's nine o'clock with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.